Welcome back, everyone, to the Chats with Cats podcast. You're here with Mark, Dan, and myself, Rick. And boys, I'm getting old. It's official now. I've had back issues for a while, but the most innocuous thing I did the other day, I was holding my son up and just lifted him up a little bit, and my back went and just completely fucking gave way. Yeah. And not a, not like, oh, yeah, you, you know, hurt your back or something like that. Later on that evening, I was literally trying to hold my dinner plate of food and I could not even hold it. I was like, tried to lift it up off my lap, couldn't hold the fucking hey, and thing. you're sitting down while doing this? Sitting down on the couch, trying to watch the footy, lift up my dinner plate a little bit, try to have something to eat, couldn't do it. Oh, so you've done something like in the shoulder blade, lifting your kid up. Yeah. How yeah. did you do it? What was the motion? I was... Um, shot, shot put, right? Yeah, <laughs> shot putting ran across the room, just yeah. trying to like launch him into the mirror. No, yeah. I, yeah. he was sitting on my shoulder like this... In the mirror, and he's just loving it. Like, oh, how good is this? I'm off the ground. It could die at any moment. Could die at any moment. Yeah. Really good. And yep, just lifting yeah. him up slightly, and just I don't know, you just twist slightly wrong well, or something like what that. What is with that? Because I've done so many of those where, like, leaning against something in JB's, pull my back out, taken to the hospital in a wheelchair. Terrible. I'm cutting an orange, pulled my neck out, done my back, drying myself with a towel. Me putting my belt on once. Really? Got back, out. got back from a holiday. I was putting my bag that I had my clothes packed in. Literally just went on the bed, back, gone. You guys are scaring me because you're both, you know, in your 30s. I've just turned 30 and I'm starting to have issues, starting to have little aches, pains, mm. warm up for footy, longer, recovery, longer. Is this sort of like this a is what you got the to future? To. Yeah, yeah, oh my God, that's it's bad. It's not fun. Have you, have you had, ever had a serious back problem? I've always had back issues, but it's always been well looked after if I'm willing to maintain it and do the stretching. Such and a good all. point. That's yeah. such yeah. a good point. People always say, oh, i got my back. My back. I guarantee you the exact same person that says that is not looking after themselves. Yeah, and I time. wasn't. I, I found one stretch that has now stopped me from ever pulling the same back out. I've always had the same back. But the <laughs> how many, same how many backs do you well, have? My winter back's worse than my summer back, oh, and that's for sure. Everyone's winter back's. Mm. I actually here's here's one for you. Imagine imagine the crippling depression you get where you're looking forward to a trip to Vietnam for seven months, and the day before you go, mm. you pull your back out and you can't even fucking walk. Terrible. That's it's what the happened worst. to me. And guess what? You still went on that. trip. I went on the. I went on the trip. Of course, Once you did. went on the trip. Yeah, but. Yeah. Here's the best thing. My, I said to my doctor, I'm like, I'm going on the trip. Give me as many drugs as you can. Yeah, and, and he was like, okay, well, I need a sample of poo. <laughs> no, <Yeah. not> really. <laughs> no, he asked, he goes, oh, what are you taking? What have you had before? I told him, Nurofen, all the standards. But you know what he did? He gave me something to shelve up my ass that looked like a fucking bullet from World War II. That is a doctor that wants you to go on that holiday. <laughs> no. What was it? I don't okay. know, but I had to shelve this fucking canister up my asshole and I was actually really concerned about it because I'm not like an ass fiend. I don't like fingering myself and whacking <laughs> off or anything. Like I've really? don't touch my ass never. And so this was a this was a really daunting process for me. Yeah. Um. I had I, I had to go into a dark room. Did you do it yourself? Yep. Lay on my side, lift up a knee, and then put it in. And as soon as I did, I'm telling anyone at home that has to do this process. Just do it. 
I fucking thought I shit the bed everywhere. I didn't. It was just my ass going, what the fuck is going in? I thought you were about to say it was an amazing high or something. No, it, it went in there, but then it, it said I, I did read the instructions like 12 times because I was paranoid. But basically you need to sit there and let your ass suck it in. Like, suck it in. It apparently... Well, it'll naturally go up further than It's something about, you know, taking drugs in your stomach versus right up your ass, which most drug addicts would know it hits you harder. So this is why they give it give you these we, little bullets. We wouldn't know about that. Oh, bet, bet not. But, yeah, it was um, very bad. Didn't do much else than the normal tablets. So I had to stop taking them. And I was so, so thankful I, I just threw them out. I could not use them again. I thought you said they worked really well. No, they went in my ass really well, but then they sat in there and made me feel like I was going to shit myself for ages. So, no, I did, couldn't do it. it. Like, who wants to be on an aeroplane knowing that they've got, like, a fucking bullet about to fucking penetrate their ass and come out? It was bad. I, didn't, I, I don't want to think about it much longer. That's nasty. Very bad. But anyway, I, I did get good after two days and enjoyed the rest of the week. So, All right, my worst things about getting old are the back going out, don't like it, skin tags. Now, I don't have skin tags, but mm. what do you guys think about skin tags? Get them cut off. Oh, they're so gross. Mm. I've yeah. been shocking with skin tags ever since I was a kid. I remember in primary school, I reckon I might have been in grade four, I was doing my work at school and we had a relief teacher and she would lean over your shoulder to look, look at what you were doing in your workbook or whatever oh. and this woman had skin tags that would just fall off. Oh, what do you mean off? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Like literally just fall off. You're be, joking. I would be writing... And all of a sudden, like... You're, no, you're I'm getting, lying. I'm, getting, like, like I'm not lying. Storm. I am fucking terrified of skin tags because I would <laughs> just be... don't fall off. Mate, let me tell you... Skin this, tags do not fall this off. This lady had skin tags and enough of them that they used to just shed. They used to just... Actually, skin tags do fall off and they used to just drop off on my <laughs> oh, page. fuck. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Oh, the no. last thing I'm not looking forward to as I get older, and I've been quite a purveyor of the shit poo pants, it just gets worse as you get older apparently. Oh, shitting yourself? Yeah. But you shit yourself now. Heaps. I know. How much worse is it going to get? <laughs> You're going to be fucked. You're going to be old nappy Rick Johnson. <laughs> hey, this guy's shit himself about uh, four times in six holidays that we've been on. Wow. I remember leaving a nightclub in Sydney with a Euros. He shit his pants and he said, I need to go, I've shit my pants. And my friend I was with at the time, we started laughing, thinking he was joking, and we saw him do the penguin walk across the road into a public toilet with the Euros, and he was in there for 25 minutes. He finished the Euros before cleaning his ass. I don't know if you guys have had this (laughs) issue, but when the only time I've ever had diarrhoea problems is when I'm travelling and all of a sudden, like overseas, and there's a sudden change in diet. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, as soon as I enter the country, a few days in, 100% 100% diarrhea happened in London and happened in the United States, LA. Diarrhea. Does that guys ha- does that happen to you? Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. Absolutely. It's fucked. Yep. It's the change in diet. Mm. Like, it's all about that. I, I actually got food poisoning in um, Thailand and it was the night of the most expensive restaurant we went to and I'll try and keep this as short as possible. But basically, we spent $140 or something um, Australian each. Had this open platter and meat that they shaved off a sword and you basically just waved a white flag when you were done. We ate that (laughs) in the morning. The six of us caught um, a little canoe out to this like tiny island, right? It's meant to be paradise. Fucking wasn't for me. I got there. All they had was this little hut selling like beers or sodas and they had like two drop toilets and all of a sudden I went green 
and and just wanted to fucking shit my life away. I went to this drop toilet, I shat, I shat, I shat, and I look around, all they had was the bucket of water. There's no toilet paper or anything. Just a bu- I thought, fuck this, I'm going in the ocean. So I did the white whale, shitting in the water and fucking lifting my the ass. White oh, what? Yeah, so bad. Oh, I thought, wow. oh. Is this a, like, were your friends that you were there with also swimming and... They were taking photos of this happening. Of you shitting in the water? Yeah, they just, they, they knew. Can see some of these photos? I'll have to, I'll have to find them. But oh I tell God. you what, I, I thought, okay, that little <laughs> debacle was over. I've obviously eaten something last night, hasn't agreed with me. We would then would plan to leave this little resort and go to a fish market, select our own fish, and then the, the restaurant would cook it for us. On the way back, I started needing to fucking shit and vomit on the canoe. So I'm meditating on there. We get to the fish market. Everyone's like, oh, look at that fish. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to vomit. That smells fucked. Oh, then there's like all slimy octopuses. And all I can think about is I've got serious food poisoning. So I pick out this fucking fish. I'm like, just take it and cook it. I've gone to the restaurant toilet. I've been vomiting for about an hour and a half, and I'm like, I need to get back to the hotel. I get a tuk-tuk, and if any of you guys have ever been on a tuk-tuk, it's not the most relaxing drive home. There's no air conditioning. It's rocky as fuck. It's a 40-minute rockety rock where I'm actually like, I should have shoved my finger in my asshole to stop anything from coming out. Oh, so bad. Did you shit yourself on the tuk-tuk? I don't know how I didn't, but I spent the next day in my hotel room, again, vomiting and shitting and vomiting and shitting. Had a doctor called to the room. It turns out that I was actually close to dying because I had lost so much fluid and I went to hospital and they gave me like about two or three um, saline drips, big fuck off ones. I'd never even seen the size of them. And if I hadn't had travel insurance, I was up for like two grand. Wow. Yeah. So anyway. So nearly that hotel nearly had not only the ghost of Dan's poo, but the ghost of Dan. Fucking bad. And it's, I, t- I, I would never, ever want anyone to go through that again. So Ghosts. do you reckon if you, if you did die there, would you haunt the hotel because you were in that much of a... Uh... I'd, I'd actually leave the hotel and go and haunt the restaurant and be like... You, you should have thrown the white flag in earlier. I should have. Oh, And it was salami, I reckon. Yeah, that's Speaking what I... of ghosts, do you guys have any stories that you can think of for me to say ghosts are real? Because... It's all, it's People like, get it's so like a, wound up about this there's, shit, like, there's a division. It's like those that say, no, there's no ghosts, ghosts aren't real, and then those that say there are. And for a long time, I have believed, and I'm sure you guys are with me because you're normal. You believe in ghosts? I don't believe in ghosts. No, me neither. Thank no. you. No. I said you guys were normal. Yeah. But <laughs> there's, there's some things that happen sometimes, and I think, is there an occurrence where, thanks, Dan, it right in my mouth. <laughs> is there an occurrence where something can happen and you go, all right, that has completely changed the way I view if something is real or not? Um, Before any other real stories here, I think the thing that makes you think more about it is all the stories seem like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Mm. It's like, okay, but it's a fucking story. Has it ever happened to you? No, not to me anyway. The thing is, you have to, if you hear the story, you have to be able to believe it from the person telling it. Because anyone telling a story could be making it up. So here, here we go. Rick it's comes about to the us. source, he the come, reliable he source. Would not think he believes in ghosts at all. But if he said, I fucking saw a ghost, it was right in front of me. <laughs> Great point. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. Dan, I know you're going to think I'm a psycho, but I saw a ghost. My first thought is. We believe. I believe you, but. Yeah. You have kids. You're tired. You're no, probably drunk. No. Don't believe it. No, no. Okay. If a conspiracy theorist of 9 11 
came up to you and said, I've seen ghosts, what would you say? Yeah, no. believe you. <laughs> no, I'd fucking no. I don't right, believe anyone. Okay, the story that I heard, and my mum, who's a, she's a nurse, so her job is to go around to people's houses and treat them for whatever condition they have, so wound dressing, stuff like that. And she went round to this house and it was this old man who needed, you know, some sort of dressing or whatever. And she was in conversation with this man and all of a sudden a voice yelled out from the other room and it was a female voice, you know, asking for some sort of thing or whatever. And my mum stopped and she said, who was that? And the, the guy said, oh, my God, thank God you've heard that. I'm happy you've heard that. You can hear it too. That is my ex-wife calling from another room. All this time I've been waiting for someone to hear what I'm hearing so I know I'm not going crazy. Hang on, is she dead or is she just like not wanting to break up in the other room? <laughs> ex-wife. He, he was saying, <laughs> just leave. He was saying his wife had died a few years ago and he constantly hears her voice from the other room. Yeah, see, that's creepy. I, I like, love creepy. But, you know, the thing is, you, you, you listen to that story and you think, everyone thinks this, even the listeners, oh, bullshit story, whatever. But my mum, I know for a fact, and this is where it's important, if you hear it from someone that is genuinely fair income, mm. is not going to bullshit or crap on about any made-up shit, right? This was legit. She heard the voice. And he backed it up saying, my wife's been dead for a few years. That voice that you've just heard, that's my wife. And I'm glad you've heard it because I was thinking I was the only one that could hear it. Or going crazy. Going crazy. Yeah. Maybe a bit of both. But Have you ever been on a ghost tour? Nah. I've been on yeah, three. The Royal Show. Like the little- <laughs> I've, I've been on three. And to be honest, like I love the idea of ghosts. It entertains me. I'll watch even ghost TV shows that are apparently like finding haunted houses and, and they're investigating them. I love it. I, I'm all about it. But I don't believe in it. And when I go on a ghost tour, I'm the guy that will sit in a dark room by myself and I'm like, I'm actually a little bit scared, even though I don't believe in them. But I want something to make yeah. me believe. And you it wanna, never happens. You want to buy into it. Yeah. You, you're, you're putting yourself out there and you're saying, if I experience something that is legit, mm. I'm happy to buy into it and accept what happens. The worst person is like... No, no, whatever happens, I'm not going to accept it. Mm. You need to have an open mind. The problem is that's a lot the, of... That's the thing. A lot of people... Same like, with conspiracy theorists. But a lot of people that go on a ghost tour already put themselves in the mindset they're waiting or, or, or expecting something to happen. So if a door just shuts because of the wind, all of a sudden, ghosts. It wasn't the wind, it's just ghosts. You know, And so yeah. you have to balance that out. Well, I'm a realist and I know you guys are sort of going down that alley as well. Mm-hmm. You need to... Judge everything on its merits. I think that's important. So have an open mind and any situation like that, don't turn a blind eye to something, but more importantly, don't sort of accept something's happening just because it is. But but what's more important in that situation for you as the person witnessing this, is it the door that closes or do you actually want to see something in front of you like what what is the experience? i want evidence ex- yeah, yeah what, i want an experience that i can go that was cool that's fun and then have you want the to choice tap on, of telling someone do you want to tap on the shoulder i want 
I want a grab on the ass. I want like something fucking really juicy. I like want, a, like a poke or a firm grasp. Yeah, like even like a real grab on the shoulder and a whisper in the ear of like you're fucked. You know, like I want I want something really. You cool want to, someone to stick that suppository up your ass? Yeah, actually, that would have been a great help. Have yeah. a fucking fingering ghost. That's like a delayed segue. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> you know what's better than getting fingered in the ass? What? Five seconds or something. All right. Pick me. All right, we're going, Rick. Five seconds. Give me three correct answers. First one: name three ways to become. Uh, yeah, three ways to become unconscious. Get punched in the head, a car crash, or holding your breath for too long underwater. Good work. Thanks. Drowning would have been great, but um, <laughs> you made that way harder than it needed to be. No, drowning is dead. You can go unconscious underwater from holding, well, from your breath, not obviously being bored. Moving on. All right. Um, name three things animals starting. Name three animals starting with the letter R. Rhinoceros, rabbit, and. Ruffy? Rhinoceros, rabbit, and. Still can't get it. Raven. Yeah. That's hard. It is hard. It is hard. Rick. Apart from a job, name three ways to make money. OnlyFans, porn, and busking. Ooh, well, actually, but, well, porn's a job. No, but here's the problem. They're all jobs, mm. technically. But, like, if we're saying that that's the wrong answer, there's no correct way to answer that question. So I would have right. preferred, like, selling things. Uh, no. Recycling cans. You need an to uh, sell things. Here's the problem. Every On market space. Yeah. Everything's a job if you make money. Right? I've given it to him because he came came with three good answers. So we'll yeah, move on. They're good. Uh, oh, you got another one. Name three animals starting with the letter B. Bear, bison, and buffalo. That's good. Well done. Well done. I would have struggled with that. Pat on the back, Mark. Give yourself okay. a pat on the back. Go on. So Go on, mate. Very condescending. Yes, it is. Well done. Right. Here we go. <laughs> oh. If you don't get this, I'll fucking be very upset. Name three types of wine. Uh, Cab Sav, Malbec, Merlot, Grenache, Tempranillo. Now he's just boasting. Someone who's studied some wine. Well done, mate. Thank you. How good good is wine? Love it. Hey, how did we go there? Was that two each? No, I've only had two. Oh, bro. Yeah. had three. I I got three from three. And for those listening, from can I oh. just say the best place in the world to drink red wine is right where we are now. In fact, I think we're about a few kilometres away from McLaren Vale. McLaren Vale. Yeah. How good is it here? Yeah, very right. good. If you're wanting to visit South Australia and you like red wine, you've come to the right place. Yeah. Now, the last one for you. Uh, I'd like you to name three sports starting with the letter H. Hockey, hula hoops and... I don't know what handball. <laughs> yeah, handball would have been a good one. You know what? The I thing about know. this is, <laughs> thanks Dan. Thanks for reminding me. The five seconds it stuffs you up because you ha- yeah. you've got the answers, but you've you've only got the answers in maybe fifteen seconds. I don't know Not if hula hoop is really a sport either. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like so I think, no, something I saw Dan Hindley straight one night. <laughs> I'd actually give him that if that was his, his third answer. I would have given it. Hockey, handball, and hula hoop. Hard chats. Jeez, it's really it's really hard when you don't have a fucking five second thing going off, isn't it? Do you it? know what actually um I was reading something about Adele and apparently when she lost a lot of her weight, like all of these weird types of um exercises she was doing like hula hoop. 
Yeah. So it's crazy. Oh, well, that's it, what she did to lose weight. Like one of the things. It's just a contributor. Yeah, no, um, when I remember this, Adele, great talent, great singer, when she lost a whole lot of weight, she endured a lot of criticism by a lot of, shall we say, large fans that were not happy with her weight loss. Hang on, her fat fans or her fans? <laughs> fat fans. Her fat fans yeah. got angry. I'm, I'm, well, we can call them. <laughs> is can, that jealousy or what is that? I'd call it jealousy. Yeah. It's sort of, I think it's jealousy. I think, you know, like um, when you look at it, it's sort of like. Why are you laughing? We can't call <gasps> Did people. Did you hear what he just said? What? I think it's jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know where that's from? No, no, just it Chris, was just funny. Chris Crocker, <laughs> oh, he found it funny the first time, and I found it. Funny Leave Britney alone. Nah. Oh God, don't worry about it, guys. Now, nah, um, when she did lose a whole bunch of weight, she was criticised, and when I heard about that, I thought, oh my God, someone that has done a really good thing for themselves, gotten healthy, lost weight, added ten years onto their life, because she's in the spotlight, she's received criticism from her fans. Mm. Maybe fat fans. I mean, I don't know, but like... Well, do you think they connected with her, not only her music, but also, oh, you know, here's someone who's out in the public yep. spectrum. Yeah. and They're overweight. Yep. And they're confident. But also within themselves, famous and, yeah. you know, all this thing about, you know... So they like that key figure. Biggest, that made them feel better. That sort of stuff. And, and it makes them think like, oh, you know what? I am okay. Correct. I'm comfortable within myself. But then we've got Adele, who's a large woman that is very successful, confident, and, and has achieved a lot. And when Adele loses all this weight, all of a sudden, everyone else is like, "Shit, I've I'm got to do that now." A little bit upset, and they don't want to. And I just, I don't like that because a human being should be healthy, mm. be at a healthy weight. Here's, here's a good question: on the way that, <laughs> on the, it's all right. All right. <laughs> On the way that we're travelling at the moment, how long until you think the word fat will be eradicated from the dictionary? Oh, like two weeks, I reckon. I reckon oh, we Two weeks. I reckon, honestly, I reckon by 2030, that word. You can't call someone fat. You can't. Yeah. Two no. weeks. Are you serious? No, it, no five it's, days. <laughs> and there'd be so many other words by 2030 that will be in that same range. We're getting soft, aren't we? It's a joke. Mm, absolutely soft. But speaking about trolls. I've been noticing recently, um, not to do with fatness or anything, the Adelaide Crows, right? Oh, here so we go. I, I follow a couple of the Crows fan pages, right? Unfortunately, and, yeah. And there's a friend. Oh, sorry, mate. We won this yeah, recently. It's all right. Geelong. Uh, yeah, good on you. Three flags. <coughs> last, yeah. Anyway, good. there's a bloke who I used to play cricket with who's a really devout Crows fan, right? And so we've had a shit year last year, this year doing better. But he's constantly like trolling the pages going, if I have to listen to the word rebuild one more time and we're just letting Matthew Nix get away with being a fucking failure and all this sort of stuff. Oh, wow. Settle down. We're playing a much better brand of football. We're in the contest. We're about 13 years old. Yeah. Mm. And what this time last year we were 18th on the ladder. This Mm. like At the moment we're 12th or something like that. Well done. Like Just get over it. Mm. Get over it. So why do you feel the need to be that troll on the internet? What is it achieving? Do you know what it does? Absolutely nothing. And 
it literally goes to no one important that's going to go, oh, that's interesting. Let's make a change. Right. Oh, let me pose a question. Daniel quote. Frangos thinks that uh, we should be doing oh, better. Yeah. Is that his name, is it? That is his oh, name. Thanks, but, Daniel. Let me quote, let me pose a question to you two. Yeah. These trolls that post that don't have anything to achieve other than to upset others, what is their main objective? To upset others, I think. No. What, what attention. Are they, what do they want? They attention. want attention. attention. In order to get attention, what do they need? Stupidity and content. They need a response. That's right. Yeah. They need a response. Now, when you're on you know, a forum or a video, we're on the subject of AFL, so let's stick with that. So someone posts a comment and it's insulting, it's unfair, it's just complete crap, right? Mm. When you read that, you think, oh, pathetic, like, just fuck off. And you see someone under there defending that comment, putting them down, returning serve. What I hate is the people that are responding to these trolls, they don't actually know that what they're doing feeding the is fire. feeding the fire. They're part of the problem. Yeah. These people think that they're doing a service to the community. All they're doing is ma- making matters worse. And does that this- troll that they're commenting to, they're going to comment again. Why? Because they're getting because the action. Because they've gotten the action, the satisfaction. More Th- attention. Does this go- it's so annoying. Does this go back to um, a few weeks ago when we were talking about parents being online for the first time and seeing stuff and not oh knowing when to judge it? Yeah. yeah. It probably is. So going back to that Adele thing. Yeah. If you look at every person... That is responding to these people. I guarantee you, they're not people in their twenties or the. Th- they're people that are new to the game. Mm. They're the middle-aged, like, oh, someone said something nasty. Let me be the hero and like write back and defend when all they're doing is just creating the fucking problem. Do you know? Do you know what I saw Shut the other day? Up. I actually saw someone say something, and it was on a footy forum too. Someone said something ridiculous. Someone then corrected them. Someone went. Oh, you're right. Uh. And then they went off onto another chat in the same talk and became almost friends. It was amazing. I know. Literally, it was like hatred. You don't see that. Really uh, no, it's very rare. Very it was rare. amazing. Two lonely people. Let me give you an example. Crows have just won. Uh, post, Crows, successful. They came back. They beat the Saints. Uh, American listeners, they won't know what we're talking about, but just pretend it's an American sport, whatever. So a, a positive post comes in. Someone comments. Oh, this doesn't mean anything. The crows are shit. Yeah. The first person to comment back, no, they're not. You're just a... They've been triggered. That's the loser. That's the failure. That's where it all falls down. If that comment were to stay there as just the crows suck and it was left at that and no one ever gave any inch of attention... It gets buried by other comments. It gets buried and that person that wrote it goes... Oh no! They got to scroll back oh, to no. see where it is. Oh shit! Did like, I did no I even one, post it? Yeah, did, no one replies. No the internet down. Comment. I so, anyone listening, if you think you're a hero by replying to comments and acting like you're some sort of special person, you know, defending. I love this. Oh, He's got a point. Just please stop. You're not a hero. You're not a you're hero. Not anyone. But who could you be? Now, you could be a troll. You are a troll. You're a fucking loser. Okay, uh, who got last week's? Me, Jared Leto. Oh, you did too. Well done. Yeah. Week before that? Uh, Can't we... talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so this surely should be yours. 
All right, everyone. Right, so it was an actor. <laughs> it's not a musician. Or a, I don't even know. Conspiracy theory. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, it could be a serial killer. Who yeah. knows? Cool. Osama bin Laden. <sighs> no. I was born on September 12, 1973, uh, in California, to an America uh, to American parents with mostly English as well as German, Swish, and Irish ancestry. Swish. Swish. Swiss. Woo. Swish. Swish. Uh, Raised a Mormon, I had four younger siblings. I spent the majority of my early life in Sunland, neighbourhood of Los Angeles, and graduated from Village Christian School. I became a, I began a modelling career as a toddler, starring in a television commercial for Pampers at age two. I appeared in more commercials, most notably for Showbiz Pizza in 1984, before beginning an acting career on television that, uh, that year, appearing in a teen series called School Book uh, school break special. I continued work in television until 1996 across a number of genres. I appeared in two episodes of fantasy drama Highway to Heaven between 1984 and 1986 and secured my first leading role in 1987 appearing as Jeremy Beatty in the sitcom Throb. I continued to feature on sitcoms in the early 1990s with a guest role on Char- uh, Charles in Change, Who's the Boss and the short-lived What a Dummy. I'm guessing I think got, the Mormon is a big clue, but I've just not, it's not clear. Yeah, no one's got onto it. I was scared that would give it away. I began my film career in 1986, appearing mainly in low budget B films. Uh, my first role was in the horror comedy Monster in the Closet. In 1994, I starred in the Tammy and the T Rex, but secured my first feature film role in the comedy Meet the Deedles in 1998. Although. Commercially and critically unsuccessful, it allowed me to secure supporting roles in the films Pleasantville in 1998, Varsity Blues in 1999, She's All That in 1999, and The Skulls in 2000. In 2001, my breakthrough role arrived arrived when I had... Tobey Maguire? No. He was in... Arrived when I starred opposite with Vin Diesel in the action film Fast and the Furious. It's it was the dead guy. I can't remember his name. Paul Walker. Yes, it's Paul ah! Walker. Oh. I was going to say Paul Wilson. It's Paul Wilson. Oh, so sorry for you, Rick. Rick, mate. Rick gave me the answer. I know he did, uh, but oh. you know what? Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't Pleasantville. Fuck. Yeah, you know what, Rick? I'm going to give you the point. Never. Sorry, mate. Thanks, great. No but worries. You did really well. You actually. You got I knew first. who it was. Yeah. The listeners at home would have got that way. Oh, they probably did. Wirt, Paul Wirt, I kept thinking in my head. I was going Paul Wirt, Paul Wirt, Paul Wilson. Paul Wilson. I was like, it's not Wilson. Yes, not with that. <sighs> so tell me, what other actors' names do you struggle with? <laughs> There's obviously a few. If you can't get that one right, that's fucking mainstream as. Well, Wayne Johnson. Wayne Johnson. Oh, what? The Rock. Yeah, Wayne Johnson. Oh, I don't mind him. The Rock. Dwayne. His name is Dwayne. Yeah, 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 that sounds better. How many movies <laughs> does The Rock have to do that are just money grab? He's done a TV series that I like. What Young Rock? No, nah, it's called um something. Oh, I don't know. He, he's like a football manager in the NFL. It's really what good. movie I didn't like that I think everyone else did like? Jumanji. Jumanji. I didn't like it. The remake. That's shit with Jet Black. I was like, I was wanting something similar to the uh, original. When it was the problem was Robin Williams did the first one, so the expectation mark huge, is too high. Huge. If that was an original film and we'd never seen original Jumanji, it's a pass mark. The original Jumanji, 1995, was one of my favourite films ever. I would say top 10. 
top twenty. It's and, it's top ten for me. I to get into my top twenty, you have to you have to push a few buttons. Do you know for me, The Rock is a guy who, and this isn't a trolling thing. I know we've been trolling is a very touchy subject. I don't troll The Rock, but I just I don't wish, think anyone wants to. But I just wish The Rock didn't exist on Instagram. Oh, like, what's he been up to? And do you follow him on Instagram? No, but I hear enough about his stuff, and it makes me go to his page and look. Right. Oh no. So recently. Uh, how long? It, actually, this would have been a few months ago. The Rock's put up this post, right? Mm-hmm. Hey guys, just want to let you know I was on the way to a shoot today, and my gate stopped working at my property. Does he often go from half Mexican to Australian in a sense? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not prepared to do the accent. I thought okay? no, you were prepared for the first second, <laughs> and, and then it, your brain went, "Oh, I'm not doing a good job. I'm bailing out." But I, I'm, you kept your cool, and I had to bring you down. I'm sorry. Guys, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so he has, he's obviously, he wants to flex. I have a gate at my property. All right. It doesn't is, stop there. Yeah. So he's like, you know, people are relying on me. There's people at the set who are waiting for me to be there. So what could I do? I've tried to call the electricity company. The power's down. I can't get out my gate. So I'm not proud of it. And I just flipped and I've ripped the gate off its hinges, raw steel, combated by raw human emotions and all this shit. And has, like, has he filmed this as he's running late? No. All right. Well, this is a good point, though. So let me finish and then we'll yeah. get onto that. So he's put up a photo, basically, that he's ripped this gate off its hinges and just thrown it onto the grass. And now this thing, if you see it, if you can find the photo and put it up, if you can't, that right. was just for nothing. I'll try <laughs> It, he makes it look like he's basically just bent, like a superhero, bent this thing off its hinges, ripped it off and thrown it onto the ground. So he's thrown uh, Is drove he promoting a new it? film? Mate, let me tell you, there is no human being in the world that could have grabbed that thing and ripped it off its hinges. And if there is, why the fuck would The Rock have that as the security for his, his house? Oh, that's a very good point. Why? Being a strong yeah. man. S- yeah. And secondly... Like you said, surely there's CCTV footage. So if you really want to make yourself look like a fucking hero, show us the fucking video footage hey, of you ripping that fence Maybe off. he should buy a really shit gate, set up CCTV, and then he should have done that. Possibly. And he probably could afford that, but he's making it seem like, you know, I'm always on the grind, but I can't let people down. I've got to get to the set, and I've got to do this. It's like, mate. So let's, let's... Okay, you've come from nothing, which you tell everyone about all the time anyway. You're a famous actor. You're worth all this money. People like you. You know, you're ticking a lot of boxes here. Don't fucking try and flex that you're fucking. He's trying to stay relevant in between movies. That's what it is. It's just fucked. But the other thing is, whenever he's trying to promote a new product, he's got his Under Armour shoes or something like that. Oh, we've designed these shoes with this in mind. We've done this. We've done that. So fuck off, mate. It's a pair of shoes. It's got a rubber sole and it's got some other stuff and it's got laces. It's just shoes. There's nothing fucking super about it and it's not because you've designed them. Aerodynamic walkers? Mate. I'm off him. I know you are. uh, This is like the fourth time I've heard you say something. He must have triggered you early on. I don't like him. Nah. Does Does his movies make you like sleepy and go to sleep and... Not really, but do you know what? We've run out of time, I just noticed. But what I do need to do after this what? is go home. You know what I'm going to get greeted with when I get home? What? Happy Rachel? Fuck, she snores a bit these days. How loud? Fucking loud. I won't be able to sleep. Like like consistent snoring? Really consistent. And she falls asleep in an instant too. Wow. I mean, we're both tired, but I can't fall asleep super quick. 
but literally will go to bed at the same time and within seconds. I wish I had you, that ability. Can you like sort of push her or hit her with the pillow and she stops and then resets? No, nah, I just go in a different room. You know, uh, if Alison has this ability of um, being able to sleep through anything, like it could be TV, this podcast, she sleeps through this every week. I, I don't know how she doesn't wake up. But if I go into she's that room... She's trying to be awake. <laughs> if I go into that room and I make the smallest little movement on the bed, though, oh, she fucking starts swinging elbows and arms. Ah, ah, she has, like, anger sleep. Like, wow. she's like... You know how people sleepwalk? She sleep punches. Oh, yeah, my she's God. Bad. Sleep, sleep fights. Yeah, sleep fights. Yeah. So it's weird how, yeah, someone like your wife snores and falls asleep really early. But this wasn't all the way through our relationship, right? This is only a more recent thing, maybe the last three or four years. What brings that on? I don't know, pregnancy and other things. But <laughs> what's a deal breaker for you in a, in a relationship? And this has got to be short, sharp and shiny. So for, for me, if I knew that I was getting into bed with the fucking an earthquake every time I went to sleep, probably be a deal breaker. What's yours? Um, it would be girls that shit the bed. Okay, that's bad. What about yours? Uh, someone that relies on you to make conversation. Ooh, All right. That's a good one. All right, guys. Talk to us. We're here at Chats with Cats. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You should actually have You're getting a closer here. to remembering all of them. Nah, I don't know anything about anything. Facebook, TikTok. Woo! Woohoo! All right. Nice. We'll talk to you on there if we don't talk to you here. See ya. See ya, See friends. Ya.